Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 116. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk about the Starbucks story, three lessons for school leaders from a coffee company. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out my post at williamdparker.com. Recently, Howard Schultz, the owner and CEO of Starbucks, announced that he is retiring. And this news comes after several years of stunning success for a company whose stock price rose from around $7 a share during the recession to $56 a share this past week. As a part of my commutes, as I visit schools and members from my principals association across Oklahoma, and as I fly to other states, I've been listening most recently to an audio version of Howard Schultz's book, Onward, How Starbucks Fought for Its Life Without Losing Its Soul. And you can check it out in my show notes or at Amazon.com. But in 2008, when Schultz decided to return to the position of CEO at Starbucks, the economy was in recession, Starbucks had overexpanded, and many of its locations had begun to lose money and begun to lose connection with their customers, and had begun to lose quality in its brews of coffee. And one of the first decisions that Schultz made when he stepped into this EO position was to shut many of his U.S. stores across the country for one day so that baristas could be retrained in making exceptional espressos. As the owner of Starbucks, Howard Schultz always enjoyed growing his company from a handful of stores to a global enterprise, but he enjoyed it most from the store-to-store experience. And even though he could have remained in retirement and enjoyed his chair on Starbucks board of directors, he saw that his company was beginning to lose its focus and in many ways shifting away from its core values. And in the book, he explains that he decided that he had to keep its secret that he was returning to the helm of the company. So for months ahead of time, he planned with a planning committee of individuals outside of Starbucks with only a very small number of people within the company who knew of the transition that was getting ready to happen. And he put together a document called the transformation document of how he was going to return the company to its profitable days and back to its core values. But one of my favorite stories from the book was one morning when Schultz woke up very early. In fact, the morning that he was going to return to the CEO position and go public with the news. He woke before dawn and he drove to his Seattle's Pike Place store, a place that he had worked 25 years earlier and served as a barista as well. And he still carried the key to that store with him. And that morning, he let himself into the empty shop. And as he stood alone, smelling the ground coffee and running his hands over the wooden counters, He remembered what it was like years before serving fresh coffee, thinking of the magic of connecting others who loved coffee with their favorite brews and yearning for a return to his roots, while at the same time wanting to stay innovative in his company's growth. And later that morning at the Starbucks corporate headquarters, he announced to his employees in the world that he was returning and transforming every part of the business with a commitment to growth. And as I listened to Howard Schultz 
narrate the story, I thought about how his lessons are good reminders for all of us in leadership, especially school leaders. And this week, I just want to share three takeaways from his experience in leading a global industry, some takeaways that you might be able to use in your local school or community or in your district. So here we go. Three commitments for providing excellence to those whom you serve. Number one, you must be committed to quality products. You know, even as Starbucks faced closing stores across the U.S. and globally during the recession, Schultz made it his first priority to focus on the simple process of, guess what? Coffee brewing. He instinctively knew that if customers were not served distinctive, high-quality flavors, they'd go somewhere else. And so that's why he decided the first thing to do was retraining baristas and refining their making of espressos. When you think about your school, no matter how beautiful or simple your building or classrooms, nothing replaces the quality of the learning that students experience. Your cup of coffee is the educational experience that students have when they come to your school. And the best way to provide that for students is through quality teachers. And I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But as you get ready to step over the next few weeks into summer, for some, those of you listening to this at the time of its recording, this is one of the most important times of the year for you to ensure that quality teachers are the ones providing amazing lessons to students. I believe that a quality teacher could take an empty classroom and reach students with amazing lessons. So imagine what he or she could do when they have the strong support of their leaders. Your tasks as a school leader do involve things like master schedules or remediation plans or updating curriculums or fixing bus schedules. But at the end of the day, students benefit the most from the rigor and relevance and relationships they encounter from their teachers. So how is your cup of coffee that you're serving your students every day in terms of the teachers whom they are meeting? Summers are such an important time for hiring. And in the years that I've sat through interviewing candidates, I would often explain to them, number one, the values of our school community, how every student was to be looked at as if they were their own children, and how we valued input and wanted teachers who were not only highly qualified, but also loved kids. And these values must be non-negotiable if you're going to provide the highest quality product for your students. So this summer, as you're thinking about Stepping into the next school year, how are you attracting and retaining excellent teachers? How are you staying committed to providing students with the highest quality cup of coffee experience possible? So number one, commit to quality products. Number two, commit to strong partnerships. You know, when Howard Schultz refers to his Starbucks employees, he calls them partners. And it's not just a term that he uses for messaging. Even part-time Starbucks Employees or partners are given healthcare options, matching contributions and retirement investments. And as a result, and you know this when you go to Starbucks stores, the men and women who work there are often high quality individuals who care a lot about the company and the culture of their work. And educators uh, often were reminded to do what's best for students. And as true as that is, let me challenge you with another truth. It is as equally important that you do what's best for your teachers, your staff, and your team members if you want great care for students. You can't just focus on how much you love your kids. You also have to focus on the adults in your building and make sure that you provide the same care, concern, and commitment to them that you want students receiving. Because when you do, you're modeling the kind of atmosphere you want them displaying to kids. 
Let me just share one small example. In my early years of teaching, I remember being allotted a set amount of money each year for classroom supplies. And when I ran out, I bought them myself. But when I transitioned to assistant principal in a new district, my head principal at the time, Donna Brogan, had another philosophy. Each year, she prioritized a percentage of the high school budget so that she could stock an entire closet with classroom supplies. And yes, this was an agreement that she had to have approved by upper administration. But throughout that year, teachers could stop by anytime they needed to replenish their supplies. And sometimes she would have them donated. This simple practice took prioritizing and forethought, but the teachers felt like they were being treated as professionals. And it allowed them to focus on teaching rather than constantly figuring out how they were going to find the supplies they needed to help kids. That's just a small example. But as School leaders, think about how your teachers and your staff and your team members feel as a part of your teaching community. Are you committing to strong partnerships with them? Are you rejecting an us versus them mentality? Are you giving them an opportunity to provide feedback and input in shared leadership? Are you taking care of them so that they in turn can take care of the important business of teaching? So number two, how are you committed to strong partnerships with the people on your team. And number three, how are you committed to strong customer experience? Now, I know that Starbucks is a global industry. And as an international brand, one of the challenges that they had was ensuring that no matter where a customer went around the world, that they would find high quality product and they would find high quality service no matter what store they visited. And obviously a multi-billion dollar company has to do this to thrive. To do this, it meant that they had to have focused training, strong management, consistent retraining, meaningful feedback, and Howard Schultz also had to stay innovative. He launched things like Starbucks online rewards program. He created social media sites to be one of the first international companies to drive people through social media. He responded by allowing customers to make suggestions and respond to new products or interact with other Starbucks customers or employees online. And as a result, millions of customers of Starbucks have become fans, not just consumers of their products. So now let's apply that to our schools. You have the unique position of creating a learning environment for your most important customer every day, and that's your student. And not only is your customer your student, but so is your community. Your students and their parents and your community members are your customers. And every experience that they have with your school affects whether or not they're a fan of the school experience. Yes, we are in the jobs of making sure kids receive the highest quality education possible. But as they're receiving that education, how are you being compared to your competitors, the schools down the street, or perhaps the charters or the private schools that would compete with your public education building if you're a public education leader? Let me give you an example. In our high school, in the front office, each year, I would designate one of those folks to be my point person for guest hospitality. Because instead of viewing students or parents that were coming into the office as visitors, our goal was to treat them as guests. And that meant that we kept a fresh pot of coffee on hand for those who drank coffee in the mornings. We answered our phones or greeted people by asking, how can we help you? During our school announcements, we would make sure to highlight the successes that were happening from the day before or something that might be exciting that's happening that day. We would share digital versions of our announcements out 
through email or online so they could be displayed on a big screen in our commons area or played on smart boards throughout classrooms. We would email parents summaries of our entire week's activities with highlights and recognitions of students who achieved great things. We would share out happenings throughout the day on our social media outlets, including Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I did not have a full-time public relations person to do this. This was our team deciding how could we share these tasks. And of course, the way that we interact with students one-on-one always tells them whether they're valued. Schools are places of learning and education, but they're also places of experience and belonging. And when we give our students the kind of stable, consistent, safe, and welcoming environment that we want for our own children, then we're taking care of our customers. So how are you committed to strong customer experience? So that's it. Let's wrap this up. As the owner of Starbucks, Howard Schultz obviously had a deep personal investment in whether or not his company would succeed. And that personal commitment meant that he was willing to make whatever changes and processes or people that needed to happen. And the result is that his company not only rebounded from a recession, but has been a flourishing, thriving international brand. So think about your school this week. Your school may never experience the kind of entrepreneurial or profit earning moments that a business does like Starbucks, obviously, but, but your school can have a success story by being committed to the highest quality product, which is education for your kiddos, the highest quality care for your people and the highest quality experience for your communities. You are providing a place of magic and belonging for others. So when you step into your building, I want you to stop and pause And ask yourself, what kind of experience are others having when they walk into this place? Is it an experience of magic? And if it's not, how can you be committed to the quality of product, people, and customer experience that will make school a place of magic for your kids? Our students and our teachers and our communities deserve places of learning where they feel valued and inspired and proud to call it their home. So now it's your turn. What is one way that you can ensure high quality instruction for your students as you're hiring and retraining teachers? How can you give your teammates an experience where they want to be a part of your team? How can your students and parents find themselves treated as guests when they come to your school? And how can you enhance the experience that your parents and communities have with your communication so that they look forward to being a part of of your team. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out all my posts at williamdparker.com. I'd love to stay connected with you. If you'd like to check out some of the upcoming speaking engagements that I have this summer, you can also see that at my website at williamdparker.com slash speaking. If you want to connect social media, you can find me on Twitter at williamdp or Instagram at william underscore d underscore parker. And always you can reach out to me by email at my email address, will at williamdparker.com. I'd love to hear from you. Hope that you're having a fantastic day and a great summer. I'll talk to you soon. And thanks again for doing what matters. Mm -hmm.